0: aim at heaven and you will get earth thrown in aim at earth and you will get neither hello you're listening to the greek to me podcast we hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate god's word Hello, today's word is zateo. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, Paul writes, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. The word I want to draw out here is the word seek, where he says, if you've been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. That word zeteo means seek or search out or desire. Properly speaking, it is to seek by inquiring or investigating, getting to the bottom of something. Paul further describes this seeking with another verb in verse 2, set your mind on. It's one word in the Greek, and it means what it says, to focus on, to regard, or consider, or care about, and here treated as a synonym for our word seek. Notice Paul is not simply giving a command here when he says zeteo, or seek heavenly things. He is coming to a very important conclusion. You have the condition here, if you have been raised with Christ then you have the result of that condition, which is this. Seek and set your mind on things that are above and not on earthly things. And the sense in verse 1 is important that we catch this. He's basically saying, since you have been raised with Christ, not necessarily if you have been raised with Christ. Paul knows that those who have put their faith in him have been raised with him spiritually. Paul is speaking to the Christians in Colossae and is pointing out how natural, how fitting it should be for those who are saved the desire and focus on spiritual things. After all, this is where Jesus is, and up above is where our salvation comes from, and it is God's heavenly principles and his heavenly truths and the rule of God's heavenly kingdom that we want to live by. And God helping us, it's what we want to see in the world where we live. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus says something very similar to what Paul says here. So similar, in fact, it may have even been on Paul's mind as he wrote what he did. In Matthew 6, Jesus says, Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? He continues, For the Gentiles, the the, the pagans, the nations, basically the godless, seek after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them all, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, Jesus assures us, will be added to you. This is essentially what we request in the Lord's Prayer. Your kingdom come, your will be done. We desire that. We we seek that. This is no innocent prayer. And Paul's call to seek and set your mind on what is above is no innocent attitude. Both Jesus and Paul are inviting us into something very adversarial. These are combative terms. It sends us in the direct opposite direction of the world and of our flesh. Paul says, do not seek earthly things. Jesus says, do not seek worldly things. And to obey and follow Jesus, it means turning from these concerns and replacing them with better ones, God-centered ones. And seeking heavenly things and the kingdom of God and His righteousness is something that only those who have been raised with Christ are even able to do because it means that we have new values and we love different things. Essentially, it's the eyes seeing different things because the heart has been changed. We have been born again or born from above, as Christ talks about in John 3. We love Jesus who is seated above, and now we have thoughts, concerns, and desires that are above or higher than what we did when we were the center of our universe. In Colossians chapter 3, Paul confronts legalism and Uh, Here in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus confronts anxiety and worry. These have no place in the mind or the heart of someone who knows and fears and loves God and wants spiritual things. But a heavenly focus applies to every aspect of our life. It means we think in terms of eternity, not measly 80 years on this earth, but we have a glorious, eternal Eden awaiting us. Thinking spiritually means that we belong to a good king and a victorious kingdom. It means we have a loving Heavenly Father and have been fully accepted in Christ and then can, as a response, love and forgive others with a profound sense of grace. It means we are not alone and do not have to fend for or defend ourselves in this life and that in Christ we are satisfied and Despite the constant barrage of temptations to love and to depend on the things of this world, if we are in Christ, being more and more satisfied by Him, we lack nothing. What is truly amazing about this charge to seek heavenly things is that it is only by doing so that we are actually able to enjoy earthly things, the way they were designed at least. Jesus being the co-creator of the world, according to Paul elsewhere in Colossians, is also the sustainer of all things, and he doesn't make bad things. This world in which we live is full of good and was originally given to us to be enjoyed. Don't forget that. It was our sin, and currently, in an ongoing sense, is our sin that corrupts God's good world and leads to selfishness, fear, and idolatry. Only in Christ, and only with our focus on heaven, can we truly enjoy the relationships and experiences we have here. Only with our focus on eternity can we truly appreciate the things we possess in this life. I love how C.S. Lewis puts it, "...aim at heaven, and you will get earth." thrown in. Aim at earth and you will get neither. So Christian, do you see your life through the two lenses of eternity and the righteousness of God? Do you desire the things of God above the things of this world? Can you say that you do in fact put a premium on God's will and his ways as over and against your own? What do our calendars or our bank accounts reveal about what we treasure and seek after in this life on a daily basis? May our lives, in every conceivable way, be marked by an eternal perspective, a desire to please God, and an ever-increasing satisfaction in the things of God and in God Himself, and in no small part because we recommit today to seek and to set our mind on things that are above.